Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to No Bunts, the show for the casual baseball fan here on the Athletic Podcast Network, brought to you by your sports-loving friends at No Dunks. I'm Tass Mellis. With me here in the Classic Factory, the man making the magic happen, it's JD. Hello. Hey, JD. We love sports. We, we don't, don't care, care who, who knows. knows. Also with us, a special, special guest. Because here on No Bunts this season, we've had a baseball player, we've had baseball writers, Hall of Fame baseball writers, as a matter of fact, we've had internet friends, we've had b-ball writing friends, well now we've got a Hall of Fame friend here in the studio, Joel McMillan is with us. Joel. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, I'm excited. Well, let's, before we get into the the stuff we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. Got some housekeeping to do. Sure. Business at hand. We got to pitch ahead. Chris Kirshner is coming on. Okay. He got to run the sausage race in the Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers Stadium. That sounds like an amazing experience. I would love to do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. You would? Yeah. I mean, I would finish dead last, but I would enjoy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Running's not my strong suit. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing, but I mean, maybe once upon a time it was. That was a long time ago. Mm. Long time ago. Anyways, he's going to come on. He didn't finish dead last. Okay, good for him. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, also, uh, we're trying to sell some shirts here, Joel. Okay. This is my uniform I wear every No Bunts episode, and we're trying to sell some good. No Bunts episodes. This Blue Jays one is it's amazing. Yeah. The, the color is fantastic, and we've got a deal going on right now. If you buy any other No Dunk shirt, you can get a No Bunts shirt for 50% off. The one I'm wearing or the Expos one. As a matter of fact, if you buy any of the Breaking T-shirts, they do all sports. Our friends at Breaking T who produce our shirts for us, you get 50% off either of these No Bunts shirts. A perfect time as the Jays are approaching the playoffs here, yeah, baby. absolutely. So go over to NoDunks.com, use the code NoBunts, get a Toronto or Montreal T-shirt. 50% off. Also, last bit of housekeeping before we get to the stuff we, we want to talk about. Okay. No Buffs is back because Survivor is back. And here at the Classic Factory, we review every episode of Survivor just started. No Buffs is on its own feed on YouTube and in your podcast feed. So, Joel, have you uh, gotten into Survivor at any point? I watched the first two seasons, and I was very disenchanted with season two. Mm. Uh, I didn't like the way it ended. <laughs> I specifically remember <laughs> Michael, the chef, Colby. I don't know who you're talking oh, okay. about. And I, just, I do. And JD does. Okay, that, yeah. sorry. I, this is very like going by memory, and I just remember I didn't like the way it ended up. I, I, I liked the premise. I liked the first two seasons, but the way season two ended, and then I, I that's where I got off. That's where I got up. But I know it's still insanely popular with a lot of people. Do you remember that season, JD? Were you yeah, disenchanted? Of was I disenchanted? <laughs> I don't think so. 
Who won that? It was Tina, right? It, it Yeah, it was came down to like Michael, Colby, and Tina. And right. then Colby had a chance, I think, to... He, the way he voted was very strange, yeah. Yeah, he basically handed it to Tina. Yeah. He could have won, but yeah. he didn't. Yeah, and, and I and I wanted Colby to win. I liked him, and then, yeah. He didn't. Yeah. And then he came back, and he shat the bed. Oh, did he? I think so, yeah. Okay. You got to catch up. It's a great time to get in. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll get back in. Maybe I'll get back in. Yeah, I'm, I've gotten into it late. You got into it at the beginning. You, yeah. You watched the first couple of seasons. I've watched the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. So we're bookending it. Okay. Uh, so meet yeah. you in the middle. I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah, we'll go back and watch. <laughs> okay. I'll start by watching season 40, 39, 38, 37, and you go to... <laughs> you start, and we'll see where we meet. Okay, wow. That's you start a lot at of three. Stuff. Season 40? If they're on 42, 40, 43. Yeah, wow. this is 43. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, we have uh, we've rectified our situation, JD. I wasn't hearing anything, but now we're good, right? Now uh, I'm hearing are stuff. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I, for a while. Yeah. See, we got to we got to check stuff. I didn't bring All that the up. stuff. I didn't bring before. that up yeah, before. That's but my bad. That's yeah, my so bad. that's why I was a little uh, flustered to start. But You're good now, though. We're rolling, baby. And Let's we didn't go. give you ear, earbuds, Joel, here. You don't need to hear anything. It's okay. You just need to hear yourself talk about baseball because you <laughs> love baseball. That's why you're I here, love Joel baseball. McMillan. I'm a big baseball fan, the biggest. You're going to catch me up on the last 20 years of baseball in Whoa. this next podcast. Okay. <laughs> this what next... did I get involved in? 20 years. <laughs> 20 years. Uh, because okay. because you adore it. You're the guy I, I often text. We text about the Blue yeah. Jays mostly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you yourself now, you're living in Taiwan. That's true. A Canadian. A Canadian. In Taiwan, for a, but you still follow baseball all the time yeah did consume you, a lot of it did you follow any of the asian leagues at all or, um i guess the korean baseball league was a thing here even in north america right they were televising the, it i think on espn at the beginning of yeah. the the pandemic because we didn't have anything we had right. korean baseball the kbl if that's what it's called yeah uh, that was on espn we're watching that yeah seems like fun it's like the style they play in Korea and Japan and Taiwan, it's a much faster game. It's not so much of a of a power game like they play here. Um, the Japanese version of baseball is very exciting. A lot of moving parts, a lot of bunting, a lot of hitting, uh, hitting and running. Um, it's just a it's just a faster paced game. Whereas, like MLB is more like station to station, get a guy on base, like you know, and move them over like with a hit. Whereas like, yeah, the Japanese baseball, it's, you know, like Ichiro, like he's laying down a bun and he's already like out of the box, you know, as soon as Mm -hmm. he makes contact, it's a very, like as a baseball fan, I actually really like, I mean, I I love MLB, but the Japanese baseball product is very exciting to watch. And I recommend, you know, if you've never, if you're an MLB fan, but you've never watched a Japanese game, like do yourself a favor because it's actually very exciting to watch. Uh, did you go to any games in Asia? Whether it's yeah, like I've been to or... yeah, I've been to games in Taiwan, Korea, and uh, I've been to four games in Japan as well. Yeah, Ooh. what's the experience like? And is the a uniform experience, or does it vary country to country? Um, Japan definitely is the most boisterous and and loudest crowd. Um, Like, they're very into it. Like, there's designated cheers for each player. Um, And then when that team's at bat, the other team gets to cheer. Um, And there's designated sections for opposing fans to lead these cheers. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's cheerleaders. You're you're just constantly cheering, um, which is very different from, like, watching a game here where you kind of cheer where there's, like, an exciting play. 
Yeah, that's why every time I hear or see a highlight mm -hmm. from Asia, it seems like there's a a constant stream of cheering in the background. There is. It's it's it literally sounds like a a track, like a yeah. cheering track, like this that you insert into a sitcom. Honestly, that's what it sounds like, right? Mm -hmm. like, so it just sounds like like it doesn't it doesn't break. It's just, it's like the same. So they're they've got chants, I guess, that they're doing over and over yeah. again. That's amazing it, yeah it, it's, it's, so it's a little more football like soccer asking that way it yeah that's a, yeah that, that's a great comparison it it is and it like even if you don't like baseball like i've had friends that i when i lived in like i lived in japan and i had friends who didn't like baseball but i took them to games at hanshin uh we got to go see the hanshin tigers they play at koshin stadium very uh famous team and they you know they uh they have these balloons and they played a song called roko oroshi in the seventh inning and everyone blows up these long balloons, and then at the end they let them go, and all of these balloons fly up into the air. It's really cool. Oh. Yeah. So like, even if you don't like baseball, um, it's still just kind of a cool experience to have. Yeah. So that's like thirty thousand simultaneous balloon farts happening at the same time. It's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's so like amazing and energetic to see an experience at the same time. It's really cool. Uh, I I think this was off air, JD, but you were mentioning how. Way back when, it's been a while, that you had to record your own audio effects once upon a time. Yes. I think uh, Matt was <laughs> Matt was asking you about... Yeah, yeah. About uh, farts. Farts. So yeah, yeah. would the 30,000 simultaneous balloon farts, yeah. is, would that... You, you'd pull out the mic or the recording device. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> I thought you were going to mention me shooting a baseball game, but no... <laughs> Because I shot a baseball game at center camera, the center center Were field. Were you doing camp. center camera? I thought you were producing. No, no, no. I was I was on a camera op. No, yeah. producing. No. Well, like for an inning or something. I thought. No, I just I shot the whole game. I didn't know on that. On center field, yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, we got we got to be at the Rogers Center as uh, for Ryerson. Mm -hmm. I know you guys talked about that there. before. Yeah. So you did, yeah. We I got did center field camp. Yeah, I right? thought I yeah. thought we were all rotating in roles because I got to go. You into, rotated, yeah. Yeah, I got to go into the uh, analyst chair. Amazing, phenomenal. You did a great job. And you did a great job on center camera oh, thank too. You. I didn't realize that you were on center <laughs> camera, but yeah. So what's the what was the the main thing that you took away from that? Uh, that shooting sports is hard. It's very hard, even as the the center camera person. Well, yes, because you have to follow the runner as well, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I have almost zero experience oh, as really? well. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you wouldn't move much at all from that stationary camera. You just mm -hmm. yeah, but I would also you know me. I would like finesse it. I would be like you know right. start a little wide, and then as as the winding up for the pitch, you you're sort of coming oh, you have in. to you have to yeah, yeah. and then if the ball gets hit, you snap out. And then try to find the, the either the runner or the ball. So I guess it was a low budget operation. The reason why I thought it was a no budget operation. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I thought you would be stationary is because there'd be cameras on each. Oh yeah, there were station there there were cameras around. Yeah, but you know we, we were all students. Yeah, I guess it was the one the one game of the year that they don't televise. Yeah, so was, they just let us take over. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so this was two thousand five, I guess. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, they were airing our feed on the Jumbotron. They were. Every they were night. using our footage for that, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Nice. Amazing. 
Amazing. Great, great experience. Bringing back some memories. Joel. Yeah. And just quickly, like there was actually, you know, speaking of this, um, the Blue Jays were playing the Phillies the other night and Bo Bichette, I, th- I believe it was Bo, made an errant throw and it hit actually one of the camera operators. They had to go to the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Which was wild. Yeah. He's okay. He's okay. But, in the yeah. in the third base bay, right? Like it was right by. Oh, no. That no, was first an base. Throw. First base. Oh. Yeah. I think it was on the first base side. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of a bat that got. I'm not sure. I just know Bo, yeah. Bo labeled somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. You know what? Speaking of Bo Bichette. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Tess. (laughs) I watched, so I was in Canada this weekend, this past weekend. Mm -hmm. I watched an entire Blue Jays game because that's what everybody's doing. Everyone's excited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then there's this guy who's playing, they announce him, Bo Bichette. Like, how is this guy not like have a Mandalorian or like a Star Wars nickname? Uh You know what I mean? Because it's Boba Fett. Yeah, but not at all. Like no, they were like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, they could call him the Manchurian, they could call him whatever. And then I realized it's because Boba Fett is not actually a good character. You know, like he was on, he's on uh, what uh, the the entire first trilogy is on for three minutes total, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do anything. Basically, yeah. gets his ass handed to him by accident, and he gets supposedly killed. But anyways, I, I digress. I wonder how many people have thought of that. Well, it sounds so much like his name. It's, yeah. it's. I thought they were saying Boba Fett. Is there is there actually a player called Boba Fett? And then there's like, no, it's Bo Bichette. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> God damn it! At least come out with the Mandalorian, you know, walkout music or something. But he probably just wants to get away from it. Yeah. What What is the crossover of Star Wars fans and <laughs> and Blue Jays fans? We do have a bleacher creature here watching live. Eshwa Kid saying, I was thinking the same thing, JD, but people love Boba, actually. Was oh, his comment. Eshwa. Oh. That's, that's, I, you know, people do love it. I, inexplicable. You know what? Eshwa is because he's a cool looking action figure. Like, they remember the Boba Shett's antics in their imagination, not in the movies. Mm-hmm. Because Eshwa, you have to admit. Oh, boy. <laughs> that. I took us, I took us <laughs> off the course. When I when I started talking about audio effects and now JD's going yeah go uh, Eshwa let's talk off let's talk off let's talk off sorry JD uh, <laughs> you said you weren't going to talk about Bo Bichette behind the scenes you I said, said I, I wasn't was... going to talk at all and I've done more talking than both of you so take away. <laughs> no you haven't <laughs> anyways I thought Joel you always come down here to Atlanta to visit mm-hmm. yeah we always get in a baseball game yeah we do but we've been to three Braves games but I'm shocked. You picked a weekend. The Braves aren't at home. Just the way, just the way the timelines were oh, out this time. Uh, yeah, we right. watched the Braves last night. We at least watched them on TV. Yeah, because I, I always want to re- recreate the photo of. It basically looks like the meme oh of my of all of the eight white guys oh. in, in a lineup with their heads kind of peeking out. I think they're at a tennis match. Mm-hmm. They're all looking at the the boat shoe sail. Yeah. It, it sure looks like. And uh, yeah, if you're following along on YouTube, we've we did that last year, I guess. Um, yeah, last September. And yeah. you missed it by a day because you came <laughs> Thursday. I got and, here and the day and the day before Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. There was a Braves game. We could have we could have been there on an afternoon game where you could just stroll around. I know. And I had a friend of the program, Seb, who was very very nice to uh, host us a few weeks back at a mm-hmm. Braves game. 
and uh, he was texting me said i thought you guys were coming because i i did want to go to the the day game that would have been really really nice mm-hmm. he hosted us and uh in your honor i was kind of, i was calling him joel a little bit because he kind of looks like you i think we have a photo i think we have a split screen here maybe back in this not really it's not it's not a very good comparison when you had a okay. more of a scraggly beard yeah it was bigger back in the day yeah it's like a couple of years ago yeah like a couple of years ago there's some similarities yeah. okay a little bit a little bit i see it yeah. Um, I just noticed in that photo you showed too, I was wearing the exact same shirt. So, <laughs> dear internet, I do have more than one shirt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Joel. Yeah. I don't know. I like this shirt. Wait, where, where are you, really? Yeah. I, in that photo, I, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, there, see? It's the same shirt. Yeah, I was I was blinded by the thighs in this photo. Yeah. A lot of thigh. Look at that. What a good looking Modern men, guys. JD. We're yeah. fine showing our thighs. Yeah, you're lo- you're, you Graves. all look great. Go Braves. That was last year. Yeah. That was a fun time. It's always good. I mean, like I like going to a baseball game is fun. I mean, <laughs> I it, agree, but it, I but agree it with is. you. Like it's an you're outdoors. Uh you don't have to constantly watch it. You can walk <laughs> around. But I mean I like that. The best thing about a baseball game is you don't have to watch the sport. But you can <laughs> no, socialize like with basketball, ice hockey, like you're like you're constantly having to watch, which isn't a bad thing, but I, I mean, I like taking a break, chatting with my buds, you know, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, it's fine. It is. Uh, yeah, you mentioned a, a big, big plus of being at a, a baseball stadium is being outdoors. Yeah, that's why the the stadiums that are only indoor, solo indoors, mm-hmm. like Tropicana Field, they got to get rid of it. No, got to go. It's it's like why would you want to go yeah. sit indoors? It just it hurts. It hurts mm-hmm. to think about that. You know, the Rogers Center obviously retractable. Every indoor stadium, it'd be nice for a, a stadium in Tampa to have the yeah. ability to open up, but also to close because it yeah. gets super duper stinking hot. Anyways, I may go see a baseball game down there. I've been talking about it for a while here on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. May or may not happen. JD, I got another question for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> pulling you in. Have you watched uh, a League of Their Own the series? No, not yet. It's not fun. Yet. It's very fun. Have you watched it? It's There's on... a series, a League of Their Own. Yeah, yeah. I did one... not. I wasn't even aware. It's one season. It came out earlier this year. What are we talking? Prime. Prime. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Prime. It's on the list, man. There's a lot of content out there. Yeah, it's true. Fun little series. Fun little series. The way they shoot the the baseball parts, it's very funny. You should have told me you were going to talk about this. No, I would have I binged it last no, night. No, no. I mean, we'll talk about it some other time. We'll talk specifically. You just watch. The the stories are great. Um, a, a lot of you know big issue topics, but the actual baseball production is f- funny. I don't think they f- they don't film them playing baseball with a baseball at all. It's all CGI. Really? I, yeah. They they'll they'll film every person throwing and swinging a bat, but there are no balls. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They insert the balls in later, mm. like it, like uh, basketball movies uh, where they play without the ball. Yeah. yeah. Just oh. like. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious. It's funny. Interesting. But a fun show. A very very fun show. And a second season coming. Love the movie. I'll give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl. Thanks. We can talk about it later. Okay. Will you fly back from Taiwan to break down (laughs) a league of their own? If you ask me to, Taz, I'll do it. (laughs) I think for you. Well, what's up with this Aaron Judge guy? Is he going to get... I've heard of him. I've uh, heard of him. Okay, so he's too short of 62. Pujols is too short of 700. Last week, everybody thought both would be achieved. Sure, uh, but the numbers are dwindling. Um, it's it's judge. 
has got to be able to get there. He, yeah. hit, he hit the warning track blast yesterday yeah. that people were saying that the camera operator behind the plate, JD, uh, apparently was quote unquote trolling people because oh, he, yeah. he, he showed his, his ball, the ball went up into center field and the camera was uh, like 50 feet over. The, <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah. And then finally, as the ball was caught, yeah, he tilted his camera down to the yeah. catch. Wow. But but I think like everybody else, he just didn't know because yeah. it, it, it it we were watching it together. Yeah, we watched some people it was uh, out. Uh, yes, yeah, Skeet said, "Oh, that's a pop out." Um, but you know, you never know with Josh. He didn't know. He 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 didn't know. He was on yeah. the fence. You could see he was. Yeah. Is this number sixty one? Does it matter to you if he gets sixty one or sixty two? I feel like I know it's not the American League record. I know it's not mm-hmm. the Yankee record. But sixty is just so much more of yeah. a mark for me. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on. I think it depends on who you ask. I think if you talk to someone who's like an older fan, sixty-one is a very mm-hmm. hallowed number. When you talk to a younger fan, I think they still like recognize and respect the accomplishment. I mean, how could you not? But I think there's more of a narrative, you know, among younger fans that, regardless of what Bonds did or didn't do. I'm not going to get into that, but, you know, they say, like, Bonds is the single-season home run record, and then older fans just simply say, no, like, 61 is kind of the the true record, in, in their mind. Um, but, you know, regardless of your feelings either way, I mean, what Aaron Judge has done this year, he's had a phenomenal season. Um, I hope he breaks it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Jays fan, but I absolutely love Aaron Judge. I think he's great for the game. Um, and I, you know, he's going to break it. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. What's his uh, contract going to be like this coming off season? Because he turned down. Yeah. A deal. Smart move. Before the season. Smart move. And now he is producing. Yeah. Um, you know, judge is one of those guys. He's in that, in that pantheon, that rare pantheon of athletes where, you know, you're getting a skilled player but you're getting a guy who sells tickets who sells jerseys who's recognizable um it's you're you're getting more than talent you know like with judge and and you know you're gonna you're gonna pay for that he's a homegrown yankee is he gonna touch 500 million i don't believe so um but i think he's gonna be between i think he's gonna be around 400 million and i'm gonna go over on it Mm-hmm. Then the Yan- I mean, he bet on himself, like good for him. Um, the Yankees, I just can't see letting him go. Like he's so important to that franchise, not only on the field, but like off of it as well. Great reputation. Um, the Yankees are going to have to pay for that. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I know that you are sort of tired of the Dodgers winning as mm-hmm. we, we we chat about. You're yeah. kind of tired of the Dodgers just being so damn good. Yeah. They're so productive. They've won nine of the last 10 Western Division titles. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Are, you, are you the same way with the Yankees? Because that's that's my, you know, well, my bitter pill as a Blue Jays fan. I just 
you know, they they are the Yankees. But it seems like you're you're more about that with the Dodgers, who at least grow their own prospects. You know, yeah, they, they do yeah. it internally. They're yeah, I mean they're 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 similar franchises, but they're also different in, in some respects. I mean, they're both wealthy. There's not a lot of players they they can afford. Um, the Dodgers, I would say, have arguably the best front office or one of. Um, I'm not saying the Yankees have a bad one, but they just kind of go about their business uh, a bit differently. Um, it's not that I'm sick of the Dodgers winning. It's just you hate them. I don't hate them, but like, <laughs> how many how many kicks at the can? Are you going to get like you have to win? You know what I mean? And there and there's also a business element, too. And, you know, contrasting that with the Yankees, like these are two franchises that collectively over the last like since the year 2000, they've won two World Series between the two of them. Okay, Mm. And the Dodgers won. They won in COVID. I know it's still a World Series, but, you know, they've spent billions and billions and billions of dollars. And they don't, and they have, and between the two franchises, they have two, let's say one and a half championships to show for it. In my opinion, that I don't want to say it's a failure, but you can't, I mean, I can't be satisfied with those results, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like I said, like to spend all that money and, and to have, and just to have playoff appearances to show for it, you have to be winning championships at that level. Yeah, it's not as evil to me as the Yankees. Just because they do manufacture some, they they do bring up their own players. They do draft, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I hear what you're saying. I, I called uh, the the Dodgers an evil empire uh, a little bit earlier in the mm-hmm. season. It's not accurate. That's not accurate. The Yankees are an evil empire. They're allowed to be. The Dodgers spend. Mm-hmm. You have to spend. Mm-hmm. That's that's what this game is about. Sure, it's unfortunate, but that's what that's what it's all about. Are the Dodgers a little like? The Braves in the '90s, in terms of winning, Good. winning but not yeah winning enough, but they don't spend the same way. Yeah, always like, the bridesmaid, never the bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I mean that's a fair question, and like winning, like winning division titles in in baseball is is still an accomplishment. I mean, you know, you can hang a banner, or whatever, but um, it it is amazing because you have to do that over 162 games. Like that's not easy to do. Like that is an accomplishment. But with those franchises specifically, it's not about winning division titles. It's about winning championships. And they, you know, they just have failed to do that. Okay. So we're on the Dodgers here. Let's stick to the Dodgers. I want to talk a little bit more about Judge. But the Dodgers have clinched three weeks to go in the season. Yeah. Good or bad thing that they've got all this time to chill out a little bit as the number one seed in the, the NL. They will definitely by far have... Home field advantage, have the bye. Yeah. That's going to be a long time before they play another series, before yeah. they play in the NLDS. That's a good question because this is the first year of the new playoff format, you know, where the top two teams in, in each league get a bye. So it's it's hard for me to to say, like, do I think it's good, do I think it's bad, because this is the first time we're going to see it. I mean, obviously you want it, like, resting guys after 162 games is obviously beneficial. But then it's the whole, like, same with the NFL, like, do you like is the buy beneficial or like do you want your guys playing to kind of maintain that edge? I yeah. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I, I I was having this debate too with with myself over the last few months, and part of it is, yeah, keep your guys stay in rhythm, yeah. but but your pitchers have to go pitch another wild card series. Sure, yeah, that's a three game series that in let's say the Braves they're 
battling here with the Mets. If they end mm-hmm. up having to be in the wild card series instead of getting that bye, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to have to throw Freed and Wright. Right. And then a few days later, they want to throw Freed and Wright again if yeah. they do get to that NLDS, which is going to be a barn barner. That's Instead of three series that the Dodgers will have to win, the four series is, uh, even though it's a two out of three, that's just, that's, that's a, that's a, it's, and the and the playoffs too like are very much a bullpen game like the the strategy and the way the game is played in in playoffs versus like a game in May like is is very different like you're I mean you know like it's it's a bullpen game mm-hmm. um, obviously you want your starters to go as as deep as possible um, but yeah so like having that I don't know load management but you know like man specifically managing your bullpen uh, in October like having a rest would be very very beneficial but that's for the bullpen like you know the position players the guys hitting maybe they feel differently about it okay back to the the Yanks there yeah because Aaron Judge could get the triple crown and I just thought of this now now every NL I'm sorry MLB record is generally you are the RBI leader, home run leader, average leader in the AL. You've got the triple crown. Right. But now they play with the same rules. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you have to have the most RBIs if you're talking about Judge getting the triple crown, which mm-hmm. which if in the AL, if we're talking about the rules as they are or the, you know, the stats mm-hmm. categories as they are, he would win the triple crown. But in the NL, you know, guys are hitting, uh, what's the stat, where he's third in average judge yeah Yeah. overall he's behind two nl players so shouldn't it be an entire like why why is it just half the league that he has to beat you know what i mean i mean it's i mean i get it it's al and nl though you know like there's always separate awards that's weird it's weird why isn't like the rookie i don't know looking back i know it's just is it i think feel like it's the one sport i guess I guess in football, there's an AFC Rookie of the Year and an NFC Rookie of the Year. Is there? I don't know. Yeah, this is interesting. It is, you're right. Like now that you you know bring that up, it it is weird. I mean, it's always been like that. But yeah, yeah. he um, would win the Triple Crown as of today, which is amazing. Again, mm-hmm. average leading the league in average home runs. I don't think RBIs. Judge is leading in average. I think he's just behind. Or is he? Or no, is he, he is. Oh, he's, he is. Oh, okay. He's up. Yeah, he is. Xander, okay. Xander Bogarts is second in. Uh, okay. No, he he is currently. He would he would win it. Mm-hmm. The first player since who to win the triple crown? Miggy. Miggy. And that was a controversial MVP, like when he won, because Miggy won the triple crown. Ooh, 2000, uh, 2012? Correct. 2000, I can't believe. Correct. I can't 12. remember. But that was when Trout had like an absolutely like monster year. Um, and in my opinion, like statistically, Trout had. A, a much a far superior season you know than what Cabrera did Cabrera still had a great year but you know the triple crown you know still has that prestige you mm-hmm. know that mainstream uh, appeal I guess hmm. and he That's won right. it but That's that was a, I like that, it. yeah but that was a very like if you ask like you know real baseball fans like I think a lot would say Trout was more was more deserving but like Judge has a good chance of winning the triple crown but his advanced stats and everything on top of that are just I mean he's first in virtually everything he's having a season for the ages yeah mm-hmm. and in my opinion like while we're on the topic I know some people might disagree but I mean in my opinion he's the hands down MVP of the American League I would he like if I was voting I'm picking him over Otani and I know a lot of people might not but you know it's a great debate well what's, what's your number one reason why judge should be voted over Otani 
because like with Otani, we've never seen anything like this before. Why? Yeah. Like it, not since Babe Ruth. Yeah. Like this is such a unique situation, and he's like, no one can do what he does. Um, so that makes him the MVP. No, I'm, I'm just. But like, if you, I know this is like you know this gets brought up a lot. Take, take Judge and take Otani off of like take their production off of their respective teams this year. Anaheim is just. They're, I think they're third or fourth right now. You know, they would be even worse. If you remove Judge's production from New York, they're not a first-place team. Uh, are They're better than 500, but they're significant. Like, they're not first-place. You know, maybe it's Toronto. Like, maybe it's Tampa Bay. Like, he, right now, I think he's worth almost 10 wins above replacement. That's, I mean, that's a very, very elite season. So, you know, my opinion, like, who's more important to their team like it's judge, but then I know people have different versions of like what is like what's most valuable player. So the fact that Otani hasn't been playing for anything for a significant part of the season here mm-hmm. for the last you know, six to eight weeks or so, yeah, that's big. Aaron, we were watching the television yesterday because yeah. we want to see Judge hit sixty plus, but their season has has been. Uh, Obviously a roller coaster. Yeah. It looked like they were gonna have their best season ever. Then it looked like the Jays could overtake them. Yeah. And it's been on that guy's shoulders. Exactly. They started batting this dude leadoff. Yeah. That is it's unheard of I to know. me. Mm-hmm. It's just happened, you know, the last few weeks or so. But because they're Offense was so underwater. Yeah. They needed to get him as, as many at-bats as possible. Yeah. And so you couldn't pitch around him as much, mm-hmm. which is happening so much. And it's it's aggravating to watch at times. Yeah. I think it was Wednesday night. Pittsburgh was down 11-2 oh, to the Yankees. yeah, yeah. And they... So this is the bottom of the eighth. The Yankees had a runner on second base. Mm-hmm. Judge was at the plate. It's 11-2. Yeah. The game is over. Yeah. This is the last at bat for the Yankees as well because it's the bottom mm-hmm. of the eighth. You know, obviously the Pirates are not coming back. Yeah, and they just pitch around Judge. Yeah, because there is an open base at first, and right. I, I know a lot of people, a lot of respectable baseball people. I saw Lindsay Adler of the Athletic, who writes for the Yankees, say someone I respect say that's the right thing to do. In terms of baseball, in terms of winning that inning, yeah, yeah, I guess. But the game is. Over. Has any team ever come back in the ninth inning from a nine-run deficit? Probably not. Ever. It's rare if it's uh, happened. Well, yeah. maybe one in five billion baseball games that have yeah. ever existed. I don't know how. If you're the Pirates, how do you how do you pitch around a guy to put him on and pitch to somebody? Yeah, the next guy who you're going to get out. But it, it just seems a little bonkers to me. And there's been so many, yeah, so many non-intentional, intentional walks to Aaron Judge. Exactly. Which, which is baseball i get it yeah there's strategy too yeah but in that case specifically with the pittsburgh game i think it's a bit of a bad look you know yeah just i mean like pitch to him you know uh have you been to a game at pittsburgh because that's a i I have been i have been to pnc beautiful stadium one of the best one of the best mlb stadiums in my opinion and you're uh you're ticking them off the list right how many you're at uh i think i'm at 18 or 19 no, after this trip, I'll be at 18 or 19. Once I do uh, Angel Stadium, I don't know what it's called, and uh, Petco, going to California for a couple of days. Yeah. Petco, baby. Yeah. That seems like a nice park. Looks great. I'm excited to go. Yeah. Congratulations. Will you come back? Well, if I ask you 
to uh, well, you come back after you do the your you finish your thirty. You're gonna finish all thirty. So. Oh, absolutely. That's the goal. Yeah. When? When's the goal? I mean, I realistically, want I, I, I want to know if done. it lines up with the end of our contract here at the uh. Athletic <laughs> to determine whether or not you can come back on and talk about okay. all thirty teams. That would be great. Have you done Trump Canada? I haven't done the trap. I haven't done oh, the so trap. That's what I was thinking about because n- when did the Jays go there? Um, they're there right now. Oh yeah, they're there. Yeah, uh, yeah. They got blasted yesterday. Sorry. I know. Uh, don't remind me. Yeah, I was confused about the dates. But uh, yeah, they're playing so many damn games. Do you like the fact that they're going away next year from all these divisional games and playing more interleague games? I think that makes sense. I absolutely love the balanced schedule. I I. You know, I mean, like, look at the American League East. It's a meat grinder. You know, you're going to have, I don't know what Boston's record is. I think they might finish below 500, but not by much. They're going to have four teams finish above 500, you know, and then compare that to any other division in the league. It's not even close. Um, I don't want to play New York 19 times or 18 or 19 times a year, you know, while, you know, uh, the Indian or sorry, the guardians, like they get to play, you know, the Kansas city Royals 19 times a year. Like that's just, you know, it's not fair. So a balanced schedule. I absolutely support totally. And you use the term meat grinder there. And I, I, that's great. I'm bringing it back. That's never been on the show before. Yeah. I, I think in the history of this program, We've never heard that on the show once, so thank you for bringing that back. Uh, the uh, I, I like asking you trivia. Um, oh, okay. the last the last Yankee to win the Triple Crown, which again now that we're talking about interleague play, it's got to include both leagues. It doesn't make sense to just be. Anyways, yeah, um, that's from an outsider looking in. I, I, I get. I guess it's. Because... But that makes sense, though. I mean, if you're gonna do like a balanced schedule, then realistically, it makes sense just to have one. Like one MVP for the entire league yeah. because it's a balanced schedule. Anyways, it was a long time ago that a Yankee won the Triple Crown. Triple Crown. I believe it was Mickey Mantle. You are bang on. Yeah. Well, what year was it? I'm going to say. It was a good year. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. I don't it know. Was what... just a, it was just a year. I don't know what year. So, 1960 something. 56. But uh, good guess. Okay. Uh, as a Jays fan, mm-hmm. right now they're on the. Uh, the Astros side of the bracket mm-hmm. because they would, they would host the race who, you know, not, not fun. Yeah. Uh, a little worrisome. And then they would go play the Astros. You'd rather be on the other side of the bracket, which is, you know, the three, six side mm-hmm. and go face the number two Yankees rather than the Astros. Right. Yeah. Like as a Jays fan, like they've been so uh, hot and I don't like, it's weird because, like, they're so talented and they can look so good on certain nights. And then they, you know, I mean, I guess that's any team. But I legitimately thought they were going to be a real World Series threat. You know, I, you know, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think they're a very good team. I don't think they could beat Houston. I don't think they could get by Houston. I think they could get by New York. I think they could get by Tampa Bay if they play them at home in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of our Lex Luthor. Uh but yeah, like don't want to play Houston. I think, I think Houston is still the uh, the the top dog in uh, in the American League. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. Um, but there is some infighting with the race. They had that little. Uh, oh yeah, I saw they had a little bit of a dust up there. Yeah, a Rosarena and what uh, was it DS. about? Do you know? No, nah, I don't know if anybody knows. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I didn't follow it that closely, but yeah. 
Uh, the Rays are a thorn in the Jays' side, so who the heck knows with, with that uh, yeah. situation there. If we have to play, if we have to play Tampa Bay in the wild card round in Tampa Bay, I'm not even going to watch. I I can't. Like, we'll, we're not going to win that series. But uh, wouldn't you rather in Tampa? They're better. The Jays are a better road team. Like not, a, not 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 a Tropicana field. Yeah, not a we, Tropicana. That field. is our house of horrors. We that we just can't win there. You know. It is interesting that that first round of three would be played entirely in the home team stadium. So all three games. Yeah, I like that. I, I do like that instead of the flying. Yeah, back Lo- and, and logistically it it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it does. I mean, they all these teams just charter planes anyway. It, it is better. Yeah. It's better. It makes it makes sense. It makes better baseball. Uh, it, it's like the regular season, mm-hmm. uh, so I do like that because I, I, I don't know. I mean, going back in the history of sports, a three-game series all on one team's you know field or court, I just don't remember that. I don't. Yeah, happening. I don't think that's happened before. Yeah. So I like it. I like the innovation of yeah. that. Uh, we got four rounds of, of playoffs. It is weird these expanded playoffs to have yeah that sixth best team in each league make it. Mm-hmm. I've heard the guys on the Athletic MLB show discuss how it's kind of made September a little less exciting. Where the, Ooh, do you really care about the wild card races? I I, I agree with that. It, it'll make the beginning of October exciting. Mm-hmm. But I I disagree. I mean, I think more parity is better for the game. Like, look how many you know last couple of years because a lot of teams were tanking and they were trying to lose as many games to get picks. With the recent collective bargaining agreement that they signed, you know, with these new rules, and it's kind of nullified a bit of that. I, I I think it's great, you know, like there's more teams in the playoff race, like that's exciting. So you still got divisional races, and you've still got those 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 three uh, wild card, you know, spots, and there's a race for that as well. Like that's that's exciting. I I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that. Like this is great for baseball. Yeah, that's. To me, yeah, it can go too far. Six teams of the fifteen, I think, is enough because mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're, we're starting to dilute it. It's it's. I understand like yeah. fan bases and now in Seattle, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, they're obviously ex- extremely excited as the sixth seed. I, I get that. Yeah. But yeah, the argument is okay. Well, if half the league is going to start making the playoffs, the MLB wanted seven of the fifteen teams to make it. Then why why are we even trying really like why are we going for it when we're going to make the playoffs anything can happen in the postseason it kind of makes the regular season even less important with 162 games right because we're we're going to get in yeah (laughs) and we're more likely to get in if it keeps expanding uh yeah i just don't know where the you draw the line well six is i mean they basically added one playoff team i mean before you know, you had your three division winners, yeah. and then you had your two wildcard teams. So that was five teams. Yeah, they one, just added one more. They just know? keep at, but it was four. You know, it, it was, was it was three plus one. Yeah, three division winners plus a wild card. Right. Then we got that fifth one in. Then we got that sixth one in. It just it just makes it makes August and September drag a little bit. Sure. Uh, sure. I mean, but it's still like from a fan standpoint, like having more teams in it, I think is good for the product and good for the fan bases of those teams for that sure. are in it. You know, case in point, like last year, Toronto, Atlanta, perfect example. At the Toronto Blue Jays won more games than Atlanta did last year. Um, but the Braves played in a weaker division and they end up going to win the World Series. Uh, 
it just it just seems unfair like having having an expanded playoffs like addresses some of the stuff like this because you want to have the best teams in the playoffs and not every season I, I feel like every season there's always a team or two that like has a better record but they miss it with these new with with this new playoff format you have those teams in which i think is good cuz if Toronto had got into the playoffs last year you know like we were playing great you know, in September. And I think we would have like, I mean, you know, ifs or buts or whatever, but I think we would have done well had we qualified for the playoffs, but we didn't get in, you know, whereas like if we had that playoff format last year, like we would have got in. Well, I'm just glad you're on the show to say we uh, as uh, <laughs> like you're a member of the team. Uh, yeah. I always love that. I know. Sorry. That's all. You don't have to be sorry about that. You're a Canadian. Uh, so you got to be sorry for everything. Yeah, this uh, is true. Well, as a Canadian, are you insulted that Aaron Judge wears 99? That's Wayne Gretzky's number. Am I insulted? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, spread the wealth, you know? Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, they're both very talented players. Okay, you know? okay. No one's Wayne. Okay. No one's Wayne. No one's Wayne? No one. No one. Actually, we're going to talk about uh, a great Canadian baseball player uh, a little later, but let's take a quick break. Okay. We're going to talk to Chris Kirshner, who got to dress in an Italian sausage costume (laughs) and race around a baseball field. All right, stay tuned for that after a quick break. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately so i've had documents flying in and out the mailbox a lot of signatures both analog and digital a lot of phone calls a lot of stamps got to get my long-term future straight yeah let me tell you skeets the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones watch your assets With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust & Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney, it's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. 
Welcome back to No Bunts. Every home game since 1994, the Milwaukee Brewers run a sausage race. Every single home game, five people get dressed up as various meats and run around the stadium. And we are lucky enough to have a person who ran in that race recently. This is very exciting to talk to Chris Kirshner, who covers the Yankees for The Athletic. Chris, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, first question is, how? How did this dream come true, Chris? So it started with uh, an NJ.com writer, Randy Miller. Randy ran the race 22 years ago at the old um, Brewer Stadium, and he's been wanting to do it since uh, the Yankees were scheduled to play the Brewers. So he asked one of the PR people. They needed two more volunteers to run the race, and I was a bat boy in the minor leagues for four years, so I had uh, tons of experience running in different costumes. So I figured <laughs> might as well add a sausage to my list and add it to the resume. So that's how I ended up coming to be the Italian sausage that day. Yes, you were the Italian sausage. I didn't know you were a ringer that you had done the races in the minor leagues. Interesting. So let's go through the various meets. There's five contestants in each of these races. Left to right, if you're with us on YouTube, number one is the Bratwurst. Number two is the Polish Sausage. Number three on this particular night was Chris Kirshner of The Athletic, the Italian Sausage. Number four was the Hot Dog. And number five is the Chorizo. So did you get to pick, Chris? So I couldn't choose the Chorizo, and Randy was dead set on on being the Bratwurst. Um, <laughs> Brian Hoke, who covers the Yankees for MLB.com, wanted to be... Uh, the Polish sausage, so it was between the Italian sausage and what was, the, what was number four? Hot dog. The lowly hot, hot dog. dog. Yeah, so one of the brewer's workers was the hot dog, so by process of elimination, I was the Italian sausage. <laughs> and that night, the chorizo had to win. So, like, they, they brought in a ringer. He was being recruited to run track in, in college, so there's no chance that I was winning. So I guess by technicality, Outside of chorizo, I would have won the race if it was like a regular race. But okay, okay. So to be clear, the chorizo had to win? What do you mean by had to win? Yeah, there was like some sort of promotion that night. He was wearing a shirt. I didn't get a good look at it. Um, yeah, there was just some promotion at, at the stadium that night that chorizo had to win. Um, okay. Didn't get more details, but that's, that's what I was told. Blasphemy. This is, I know, it's rigged. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I was going to be one of my questions because you see a lot of these races as you've participated in. You know, you get these, even these like digital races when I think in Boston they have, you know, the Dunkin' Donut race, the coffee cup or whatever. And digitally, okay, it's rigged. But I didn't know that for whatever dumb reason they had to have, I guess there was a promotion and what they needed to sell chorizos. <laughs> I don't know the exact promotion. Um, I was under the impression that it was going to be a fair race. And then when we went down into the tunnel to like put on the costumes, they told us that chorizo is winning. You know, that this guy was being recruited for track. I'm, I'm not a track star. Didn't run track in high school. Haven't sprinted like that. And, God knows when. So, but this guy was much the, of a chance. This guy was the fastest guy, anyway. Regardless, so that's why they put him, I guess, in that in that costume. And, yeah, that's why he was in chorizo. Okay. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, that the chorizo that night was the fastest 
on um, out of all the sausage races that they've done, I think for this season that uh, he had, I think it was like a 14 second uh, finish. But uh, once I saw that he was like 20 yards ahead of me, I, I, I gave up. Okay, yeah, and we're watching the race here on YouTube. To paint the picture, it takes place sort of all on the dirt around the infield, like towards the fence. So you start on one dugout, kind of run behind the plate towards the other dugout, and the chorizo just blew you away. But yeah. a solid second, Chris. Yeah, I mean, like, I probably could have finished a little closer to him, but again, like, once I saw that he was 50 feet ahead of me, there was no need to continue sprinting. I mean... I'll take second place. Um, I wish they would have given us a little sausage trophy that I could put on my mantle or, or something. Like Just have to tell people for the next however long I live that I was in second place in the sausage race. <laughs> yeah, you kind of uh, you did a little Usain Bolt at the end there. You kind of let up a little bit. Um, uh, and then you took a photo. You threw up the peace signs, uh, which is, which is very funny. It's a it's a thing with us in the media, especially being on TV. You never know what to do with my hands, me myself personally. So the peace signs is a good maneuver. Are you happy with how the the photo turned out and your choice for the peace signs? So I, I was I was going to do one of the Usain Bolt when he hit the ball after like the Olympics, whenever whenever he would uh, finish. But because I finished in second, I, I couldn't do that too. Usain, so I guess the peace signs was what I had to go with. Oh, so that was post-race? Yeah, that was post-race. Oh, wow. You look, you looked great. You looked fresh. Uh, yeah, no, you can't see that I was drenched in sweat underneath it because we were in the costume for an inning and a half, and the thing weighs like 30, 40-ish pounds. Like, you would think it's like kind of a light thing, but it's super heavy. And it's super hot in there. So I was drenched in sweat. So, no, I, I did not look good underneath that. <laughs> um, and, and final question, how was the crowd for the sausage race? Were they excited to see you guys all line up? Yeah, so it was a three-game series, and probably, like, the loudest the crowd gets in Milwaukee is for the sausage race. And that's probably the – for me – one of the coolest parts is they had 41,000 people that night and they're all screaming their faces. Chorizo, off chorizo. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like that, that part is like really cool to experience what you know, 40,000 plus people screaming for you is like. I probably want to ever experience that again. So that's something that is one of the cooler parts of running in the race. For sure, as uh, as funny as this is, uh, you got to hear people cheering and pretending it was for you and not for the chorizo. Every time I order a sausage now, Chris, I am going to be uh, cheering uh, <laughs> excitedly. Uh, this was awesome. I, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking about your second place sausage race. You can find uh, Chris Kirshner writing for the New York Yankees or uh, for the Athletic about the New York Yankees. He's in Yankee Stadium right now. As you could hear behind you, are you uh, in the cafeteria or what? We heard a lot of yes. plates banging. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, <It's> yeah. The <laughs> There's, um, food comes out in three minutes. So a lot of ruckus in there. Uh, all right. Well, we'll let you get to that. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully some uh, sausages shall be served. Chris, <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for coming on, man. All right. The food is here, as Chris Kirshner uh, was in the media room. 
waiting for craft services to serve everybody. <laughs> uh, very, very funny. Great talking to him. A lot of fun as he made his way around the infield. It's, it's amazing. It's, I'd love to do that. That'd be fun. Of course. It'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Did you, you don't have your earbuds in, <clears throat> excuse me, so you didn't hear that they basically picked the chorizo to win because they had a promotion going on in the stadium to oh, sell really? chorizos. Okay, so smart. I guess. Yeah. I guess. They've been doing that for like almost 30 years. Oh, really? Yep. Since, nice. since the Robin Yount days. Oh, yeah. Robin Yount, bringing it back. Yeah. So, yeah, going back, I mean, that's almost to the Blue Jays days, almost to my mm-hmm. you know, my favorite moments as a, a Blue Jays fan. I definitely, you know, was sort of dissuaded off the uh, – I fell off the cliff in 94, yeah. 95, 96, 97, yeah. that era. I mean, I like that era, but the strike definitely changed things. No doubt. We've got a Blue Jays and a Montreal Expo shirt here for sale on No Buns. Mm-hmm. What could have been in 1994, oh. those two teams were leading their respective leagues as the strike happened. They could have been meeting. What a... I don't believe that Montreal was. I don't think Toronto was doing that hot in 1994. They weren't leading. Oh, come on. You come on here and question me. <laughs> uh, you could be right. But I, believe, I, I don't yeah. think so. I, I know Montreal so. was having a great, but Toronto. I've said I've wasn't said doing that so hot ninety four. I've said that mm-hmm. piece of information, which you're telling me is not a piece of information. I'm spreading misinformation. I've said that probably a hundred times in my life. Okay, let's check. Let's look it up. Is there a site for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's called Google. Yeah, I'm not googling. Yeah, but I'm but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like we like. Yeah, we were not having a great year um, in 94. 1994 standings. Oh, my God. You're so right. <laughs> How did that happen? The old steel trap, Tass. The old steel trap. Well, I guess the, I knew that the Jays would come back from their 55 and 60 record. That's not very good. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. So the wild card, why did they, they had three divisions back? Oh, no, they're just separating them here. No. I think nine, I I believe ninety four is actually the first year. Yeah, they went to three divisions. Yeah, and a wild card then. Yeah, had that season of played out, but obviously they went on strike that oh, year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to make myself feel better because mm-hmm. the wild card was somewhat in play. It was, yeah, correct. Because they weren't catching the Yankees. There were sixteen games back of the no, Yankees. No. Wow. I'm. Wow. Yeah, and the Yankees I have it, been spreading misinformation for a very long time. Joel. That's okay. It happens. And then in ninety five. Wow. Uh, the Yankees. I yeah they yeah did the Yankees win the division tonight they played they ended up playing Seattle in that crazy playoff series yeah where Griffey Jr. slid home that was such a great game yeah um, but yeah ninety four just wasn't our year actually you bring up Griffey uh, and we talked about this off air mm-hmm. you think a, a big reason why some fans haven't really glommed on to baseball mm-hmm. is because guys like Griffey never won. Yeah, like we were talking about this it with the NBA like specifically Jordan, like James, you've had the generational talents go deep into the playoffs for a large portion of their career. Fans are always seeing them go deep, um see them in those key moments. Like that's when like superstars I feel like are truly made. With a guy like Griffey and and even today like with Mike Trout, you don't have that. You know, 
I mean, Mike Trout is the most talented baseball player uh, in a long time. But if you would say to like the common baseball fan, like who's 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 been the best player like of the last like fifteen or twenty years, you would obviously get people who would say Mike Trout, but there's a lot of people who would say other guys, guys who have had like Mookie Betts, like Derek Jeter. Now, statistically, they're inferior to Trout and by, you know, a substantial margin, but they have a, they have championships. Like they go deep into the playoffs. Like people see them win. you know, championships, obviously, you know, like add to that, to the mm-hmm. casual sports uh, fan. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but isn't, isn't that just sort of part of the nature of the game where a guy just can't influence the outcome of a game and right. the season the way a basketball player can. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, like Trout's a great player on a very bad team. Um, you can't, like, fault him for that. But as much as I like Mike Trout, and, as, and I mean, I loved Griffey. You know, like, Griffey was my favorite player growing up, as I'm sure he was, like, a lot of guys, you know, our, yeah. from our generation. But it's hard to make a compelling case to say, like, they were, like, they're the GOAT or, like, they were the greatest because – like they didn't really have any playoff success, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, I don't know. That's, that's a big thing that is missing from their resume. And yeah. Joel, I can't get over that. You uh, broke my Canadian heart <laughs> by telling me the Jays weren't going to three Pete. You, you, you told me that the, the Jays, I can't believe how far back they were anyways, as a Canadian baseball fan. Yeah. Uh, I screwed that up, but also I, one thing I've missed over the last couple decades, not really tuning into baseball, mm-hmm. is a great Canadian by the name of Joey Votto. Oh, love Joey Votto. Because every time I see anything sort of uh, noteworthy about him, it's mm-hmm. usually not something he's doing on the field. It's, right. it's something where he's hanging out with yeah. fans like he was this week. He was literally in the stands mm-hmm. meeting kids yeah he was he was just watching the game yeah and he was meeting everybody because he's a cool dude yeah and uh i, I feel like i've missed out on, on the career of joey Votto, mm-hmm. especially because he spent it entirely with the cincinnati reds right which i you know i don't really follow the nl central all that closely <laughs> neither do i yeah <laughs> i think that's one weird thing about weird i guess it's a unique thing about baseball in that the league's you're either a supporter of one or you're a supporter of the other. Like you really follow true, one yeah. or the other. Yeah. It's somewhat like that in basketball, but it, it, it's, you can jump back and forth. People sure. jump back and forth a little bit more than baseball. So the Cincinnati Reds, I think about more about driving from Atlanta to Toronto and then mm-hmm. seeing Cincinnati on that, yeah. on that hill. And yeah. I get excited. We're six hours into this drive. <laughs> Woo. There's a city here. This is exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a cute little city. Never been there. Have you been to the ballpark? I have not been to Cincinnati, no. I'd like to go. Yeah, looks like a phenomenal baseball park, yeah. Our man Kelly Dwyer, who we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, said there's a, not a bad seat in the house. I believe it, I yeah. believe I believe it as well. And mm. uh, more of a storied franchise than I thought, you know, looking back on them. Yeah, they're one of the oldest franchises, yeah. So uh, what about Joey? Tell me something about Joey, because I, as he's, he's in his twilight, he's basically... Yeah done they he hasn't had a lot of playoff success but he brought the team he, he was part of yeah they made the playoffs a couple of years um yeah, yeah, yeah i mean he's he's a he's a very unique and entertaining and just a good hearted person you know like that clip we just sounds saw like you sorry sounds like you oh <laughs> sounds like me maybe okay. um unique entertaining 
good-hearted person. Anyway, go on. Tess, I want to come on the show all the time. You're just going to speak to me like this. I'm flattered. Yeah. Um, I'm desperate. But, I'm desperate but, for people to come on the show. Can you okay. come on again? I'll be all back right. tomorrow. Um, no, he's just like a really good dude. And he, I don't know if you saw him, he was mic'd up at the, uh, they did the like Field of Dreams game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like that was, you know, like him talking about his dad was really cool. And then he was in the booth a couple weeks ago too. And I don't know if you saw this clip either. Like he was just talking about like why baseball is unique and special. And he just kind of like went through, you know, like several reasons. And like you can tell he's really passionate about the game. Like he's he's a great baseball player. But you can just tell like it's almost like he's a fan of the game too. Like when you hear him speak like this. it's mm-hmm. I've never really heard another baseball player, you know, speak like him or talk about the game like him. Like he's just very uh, invested in this. It's cool to see. Yeah, as you can tell that he is absolutely mm-hmm. in love with the game. He's just hanging out there. Yeah, he put on a Barry Larkin jersey and, <laughs> and, and just hung out there with the, with the fans. Yeah, it's uh, something um, I missed out on. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Joey Votto experience. It's it just sometimes I don't even realize he's Canadian. Yeah, he's from Toronto, Ontario. He's from Toronto. I believe Ontario. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He is from Toronto, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Just like this show was once upon a time, but here we are down yeah. in the south. And uh, yeah, sometimes I drive past Cincinnati and I and I say, "Well, I should stop there," and I don't stop there. Stop in. I should. When are you going? To, when's Cincinnati going to be ticked off your list? TBD, TBD. I'll <laughs> let you know. We'll go together. No doubt. We'll share nachos. <laughs> How do you like your nachos? How do I like my nachos? Like, is there different ways to prepare nachos? Okay, well, how do you like your nachos, I should say? Good. I like them good. I want them fresh. That's yeah. the biggest thing. I don't care if it's... Stale if, chips, stale chips. Yeah, yeah buzzkill. Buzzkill. Yeah. If, if if I know that they're being fried right then and there, huh, I'll have anything on them. I don't, I'm not that particular. I do want a, you know, some sort of bean something something. Oh, okay. Not a bean guy. Not a bean guy. We still You're friends? Missing, yeah. You better believe it. Beans on half. No? Can't do it. You can't even roll with that? Can't You're can't that do afraid it. of I'm, beans? I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. Cheese jalapenos. At a ball game. At a ball game. Oh, yeah. okay. At a ball game. At a ball game. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about... You're right. You're right. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm throwing beans on that. Okay. Maybe... Well, you got the spice with the jalapenos. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. We can share, but I'm not really like to like. Okay, what's a what's a ballpark snack? You what's your what's your go to ballpark snack? Uh, my go to ballpark snack. It's <laughs> a fair question. Absolutely a fair question. Got to be a dog. I'm with you. Dog or a sausage? Okay. One of the two. I'm not gonna split hairs, but yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it's got to be. It's Honorable got, mention of popcorn. It's got to be a meat grinder in a bun. It's got to be a meat Grinded grinder in a bun. Grinded meat in a bun. Yeah, absolutely. Honorable mention to popcorn, yeah. And then nachos. Well, no. Popcorn's definitely not in the top two or three. Peanuts have to be thrown in there. For ballparks, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's the fair. only. It's one of the only places you can be messy and get away with it. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, Unless ballpark. you're in one of those bars that you can throw you know, shells on the. Yeah. Which is gross. Like, I, I've... As a, a sunflower seed guy, you know, for the last twenty years of my life, yeah, I've enjoyed it. But now it's it's almost too disgusting for to just spit them. Like it's yeah, it's become not because it's become taboo. In my eyes, I just don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing softball this year, 
I'm playing on some artificial turf. Like, it's almost too nice to spit stuff on. Right. If it was like, horrendous grass, maybe. Anyways, we're, uh, we're veering. <laughs> um, but nachos, nachos too messy. I, 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 I like things simple at a ballpark. I do too. Yeah. You got to keep it. You're sitting, you know, you're sitting in a tight, confined space. Yeah. That's why the dog, the dog and the sausage works easy. And so does popcorn. Yeah. And penis as well. Yeah. That's a nice family of snacks right there. It is. Uh, especially when uh, the foil wrapped hot dog. Oh, all day. You're right. The mess is not non-existent. Yeah. Um, because you can, and I mean the transfer from the concession stand mm-hmm. going to the to your seat because you're wrapped, you've got your condiments on there. You're good to go. I'm gonna push back on the hot dogs not being <laughs> oh, messy. I saw you pull the mic over there. Yeah, uh, you know it. Some mustard, and if, yeah. especially with sausage, you know, onions and peppers. That shit gets everywhere. Yeah, that especially can... for us bearded dudes. Mm-hmm. Mustard in the beard, not good. Mm-hmm. Not good at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, there's no way I'm not getting a hot dog at a baseball game. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah. But just yeah. to say it's not messy is just not true. It's not true. I don't know, JD. I, I think you have to be – you have to have – I'm a slob. Dress it delicately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's about that, I think. Yeah. But – Listen, I'm glad I don't have a big beard for that reason. No. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a problem. It's it's a burden. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. And thank you for coming on, Joel. Yeah, I've had a great time. So you think you might come back? Or... I'd absolutely love on to the come show? back. I'm, again, I'm shocked that we didn't go to a Braves game. I, I missed an annual better. tradition. That's okay. Better, yeah. I know it's just one of 18 or 19 that you know will be ticked off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're... You got other things to do. Yeah. But very cool. Uh I hope I get to Tampa. If they go to if they go to the playoffs in Tampa, if the Jays play there, you got to go that represent. Happens, if that happens, yeah. That's got to happen for sure. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Would you fly back from Taiwan to go with me from Atlanta to Taiwan or to Taiwan to uh Tampa? I do one Trans-Pacific flight of year. So, I can't do that twice. That's that that's a long haul. Yeah. What's your number one snack on your Trans-Pacific flight? <laughs> last question. Oh, last question? Um, <laughs> you oddly more enough, peanuts. I'll go peanuts on an airplane for, for a good – well, do they offer any other snacks on a plane? Uh, yeah. I don't like know. Like everything. Like, like what else? I mean, like complimentary snacks. Like Almonds. I'm not going to pay eight ninety five for like, you know, an egg salad sandwich. No, not doing that's, it. That's a good move because often not good. But the free stuff – uh, almonds. They even have little bars. I've never had almonds on an airplane. I've never been offered almonds on an airplane. <laughs> You're taking the wrong, the wrong airline, man. Okay. If you said I've never had salted almonds on a plane, <laughs> maybe. Okay. I, I think that's sort of gone out the window. Used to loving a salted almond Ooh, yeah. on a plane, but now they're they seem to be non-salted. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. You've never had an. I've been consumed a, a lot of almonds in North America in recent years. So I'm you're cracking you peanuts. Well, like they just give you the complimentary peanuts oh, okay. on the no, plane. Okay, no, they're not yeah. cracked. They're pre- already. You're cracked. not cracking. Yeah, you're not cracking shells on peanuts on an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see that. Just task yeah. completely covered in shells oh. all around him. Yeah, that's that. That's a, a bad bad look. Anyways, enjoy your Trans-Pacific flight back. Enjoy <laughs> Petco and yeah. the field. We don't know what it's called in... Angel Stadium? Yeah. I should know it, but I don't. Yeah. But going to go see... Yeah, excited to see Trout and uh, Otani. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. 
All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was great. Really appreciate it. Make sure you're checking out No Buffs, of course. Is this good coming back next week? But for now, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Oh. This is your line. <laughs> this is my line? Yeah. When we say goodbye, remember we talked about this. Okay. So you say, or how about I say thanks for joining us, and then you say thanks for joining us, and remember... Get lots of rest, yep. have the best friends, and wear sandals as much as you can, because sh- uh, tying shoelaces is just not for me anymore at this point in my life. <laughs> I know it's not a good line, Tess. You put me on the spot. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, told, you, I told you during the <laughs> I know. during the interview. I shanked that one. I shanked that <laughs> no. one. I'm sorry. No, you, you thought we were saying goodbye. And, okay. And we are. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.